Hi, this is Ask Mom RN with your host, Tamara Walker. I'm a mom of two, a pediatric registered nurse, and your friend. I give practical advice to raise a healthier, safer, and happier family. As a mom, you must take steps to prevent leaving your child in a hot car on accident. Every year, and especially this time of year in the summer, we hear of many children dying in hot cars. It happens all the time. In fact, just last week in Texas, four children lost their lives in hot cars. It can happen to anyone. You need to take preventative steps to make sure that it doesn't happen to you. When my youngest child was a year old in early September of 1995, so it's been almost 22 years ago that I remember it like it was yesterday, I had taken my son to a meeting for child care providers because at that time, I had put my nursing career on hold and had been staying home, raising my two children and doing daycare in my home so that I could make an income and so that my kids would have playmates. And I had gone to a meeting for child care providers, which I did every month. And normally children weren't allowed at our meetings, but babies were. And my son had just turned a year old and he was, I had just had his one-year checkup. He had had his vaccinations, and he was really wanting mommy and clinging to mommy. And so I left my three-year-old home with dad so that they could have one-on-one time. And I took my son, Noah, who was one, with me to the meeting. Well, each month our meeting rotated from house to house of different child care providers. We each took turns hosting. And this particular month, it happened to be at a lady's house who lived kind of out in the country. And it was quite a ways out and it was kind of difficult to find. Um, I actually had to, um, you know, look up on a map how to get there and get directions from her. And um, it was quite a drive from my house. And we had a great meeting. My son slept through most of it. He did fine. And when the meeting was over later that evening, I went to go put my son in the car so we could leave to go home. And I got him buckled up in his car seat. And then I, for some reason, locked his door. And at that time, we didn't have automatic locks on the minivan that we owned. It was manual locks. And, um, you know, I guess just out of habit, out of safety, um, I don't know. I, I just, I locked his door and I shut it and I went around to the driver's side door to get in and realized, you know, that it was still locked because I was getting him in the car first. And I searched my pockets for my keys and they were nowhere to be found. And I realized Oh my gosh, they're sitting right there by the car seat on in the car beside my son 
who is now locked in the van by himself, and I have no way of getting in. And I thought, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? I've just locked my one-year-old in the van, and we live in Oklahoma. And if you are not familiar with Oklahoma weather, even in early September, it is still like an average temp of 90 degrees for a high. And so it's still pretty hot in September. And this was kind of the middle of the evening. It was still really hot outside. And it was not a comfortable temperature. And I was very afraid, even though the sun had gone down um, or was going down, it, it was still hot outside. And my poor baby is now locked in a closed up van with all the windows rolled up. And I have no way of getting into him and uh, and get him out and, you know, or open it up. And I was freaking out. I, I thought, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? So I uh, ran to the door of the lady's house and knocked on it and asked for help and um, asked if I could borrow her phone because at that time our only uh, mobile phone was one that we actually left in the vehicle. It was too big to just carry it around in your pocket. It wasn't like today where we have smartphones and we carry everything in our pocket. Um, You know, I had a phone, but it was locked inside the van with my child. So it wasn't doing me much good. And I had to call my husband and I told him, you know, uh, I've just locked our son inside the van. It's hot. You know, should I just go ahead and break a window? Because, you know, my first thought was, okay, we'll we'll call a locksmith. Well, this lady lived, like I said, out in the country, quite a ways away. And by the time we could have got a hold of a locksmith that evening and they could have found their way out to her house, which would have taken a while, um, you know, my son would have been in there for a long time because, she lived quite a ways out of town and I thought there's just no way he, he, it's already too hot in there and I don't want him in there any longer than has to be. So I asked the lady's husband, would he help me break one of the windows? And fortunately he did was able to crawl in and get the door unlocked and we were able to drive on our way home and it ended up costing quite a bit to get the window replaced, but it was worth it because I had to do what was in the best interest of my son. And if it meant breaking the window and paying for it later, then so be it. I wasn't going to leave him in there to be overheated and all alone. And he was crying and he was upset because I couldn't get to him. You know, it it just, it's one of those things I will never forget. And it really made me aware of how easy it is to make a simple mistake that could result in tragedy for our children. As a parent, just the simple act of forgetting that I had set my keys down when I was putting him in his car seat. And got to pick them back up. And then out of habit, not even thinking about it, 
locked his car door. You know, if I had just been thinking, then I wouldn't have locked his door, but, you know, or I would have remembered my keys. Who, you know, but as parents, we're not perfect. No one is perfect. And we're going to make mistakes. And it breaks my heart. It just absolutely tears me up when I hear of a parent who has made a tragic mistake, a complete accident that has cost their child's life, such as leaving a child in a hot car accidentally and not realizing the car was in the child or not remembering that they didn't drop the child off at daycare or that the child was sleeping and they forgot to bring them into the house, whatever the case may be. There's just story after story of tragedy. And we have to realize as parents that we're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. And because of that, we have to be proactive. We have to take steps to try to make those mistakes not happen or to mitigate the results of those mistakes. We have to take steps to protect our children and not be arrogant and think that, oh, it could never happen to me. Because I guarantee you, if you talk to parents who have accidentally forgotten that their child was in the car and their child died from the heat Oh my gosh, I bet you almost every single one of them would tell you, I never thought it could happen to me, not to my family. Well, guess what? You're not immune. Accidents happen. Tragedies happen. They can happen to anyone. And when I read these news stories about a tragedy like this happening... And if you look through the comments, so many times there are people that are just so cruel in the comment section of news stories, and especially if it involves an incident like this where a child has been forgotten in a car by a parent, and people will just bash on that parent. And I've read comments like, You know, I would never forget my child in the car. My child is the most important thing in my life. And, you know, and they'll just slam the parents that they must have been lousy parents and they deserve to have this happen. Wow. Those kind of comments just infuriate me. I I try not to read the comment section a lot of times on news stories, but sometimes you kind of get sucked into them and those kind of comments infuriate me because how arrogant, first of all, to heap judgment and condemnation upon a parent who has just gone through the worst experience of their life and to put yourself in the judgment seat and say, oh, That would never happen to me. And to be so self-righteous, I have some truth for those parents. Guess what? 
if you think it could never happen to you, you are dead wrong. If you think that a tragedy could never occur in your family, you are dead wrong. And to have that arrogance means that you are actually increasing your risk of something happening. Let that sink in for a minute. Think about that. And I'm not saying this to be hateful or mean. I'm saying it because it's the truth. If you truly think that nothing bad could happen, then are you going to take steps to prevent it? Are you going to be proactive to try to make sure it doesn't happen? No. Because you think, I would never forget my child. I would never make a mistake like that. Guess what? You're not perfect. None of us are. None of us are. Parents make mistakes all the time. Oh, my gosh, I've been a mom for 25 years, and I can tell you I have made lots of mistakes. I know I talk with you guys every week on this podcast. I've been doing the Ask Mom RN show for many, many years. I've been on television giving parenting advice and health advice for, you know, over a decade, 15 years, or actually more than that. But I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. And I've made my share. And, you know, just like locking my son in the van on accident. That was a mistake. That was an accident. I didn't intend for it to happen. I wasn't trying to hurt my child. And thank God we got him out quickly. And he wasn't hurt. He was very upset. And he was hot. But... Thank God we got him out before it could have been worse. We all make mistakes, so we have to be proactive. We have to take steps and not think, well, it'll never happen to me, so I don't have to do anything. If you love your children, and I know you do, then you want to protect them. And to think that, oh, I would never forget my child because I love them too much. I'm sorry, but those parents who'd lost a child, they love their children too. Now, yeah, there are cases of parents who have intentionally left their children in cars. In fact, there was just one just a few days ago where a mother left her two children in the car as punishment for something that they had done or she wanted them to learn a lesson. I'm not talking about those parents. That's a whole different story. That's inexcusable. Leaving your child alone in the car intentionally, that's a whole different ballgame. What we're talking about is accidentally leaving your child in the car or not realizing or remembering that they're in the car or that you didn't drop them off. Because we get into routines, and many times this is the case of what happens. A parent is out of their routine. Something's different, but yet their subconscious brain kind of kicks in and takes over and they go on autopilot and they go back to their routine. For instance, I was just reading a story 
that happened a few years ago of a little girl, little one-year-old girl who the parents overslept because usually she woke them up early because she needed to be fed. For some reason, she didn't wake up early that morning. They all overslept. And uh, I guess the dad didn't normally take her to daycare. The mom did. And to this time, since they were running late, the dad offered to take her to daycare. And he was driving, and he kind of just went into autopilot. And instead of taking the turn to go to the child's daycare, he turned to go to his work, forgetting that she was in the back seat and needed to be dropped off at daycare because the routine took over. And this poor little girl ended up dying in the car because she wasn't discovered until hours later. Since 1994, 804 children have died from heat-related illnesses from being left in hot cars in the United States. And in approximately 55% of those cases, the parent was unaware the child was in the vehicle. And Texas, which is just right next door to Oklahoma, where I live, leads the nation in child hot car deaths. And like I said earlier in the show, just last week, four children died in the state of Texas alone from being left in hot cars. It's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. You know, and people may think, well, how could a parent forget that their child is in the car And it's because we have different parts of our brain that we use for different functions. And like I said before, when that subconscious level kind of takes over, that puts us on autopilot, that can override our conscious awareness. If you've ever driven to work or driven home from work or driven to the store or gone somewhere and you get there and you don't really remember the drive, you were on autopilot. It can happen to anyone, and it's so normal. And when you are out of your routine or something has changed, or if you are the parent that doesn't normally take the child to perhaps daycare or to somewhere else, you're out of your routine, it can easily happen. Other factors can just be overly tired parents, especially new parents. When you're not getting a lot of sleep, it makes it really difficult to not be in a brain fog. You can forget things so easily. There are so many reasons why a parent might accidentally forget that their child is in the car. And they're not to be judged for that. What we have to do is we have to be proactive and we have to take steps to make sure that it doesn't happen to us. So what are some things that we can do? Here are some prevention steps that we can use to prevent child deaths in hot cars. 
especially to prevent leaving a child on accident in a car. First and foremost, you want to develop the habit of always looking in the back seat when you get out of your car before you lock it up, even if you know your child is not with you. Just develop that habit. Make it a part of your routine to always look in the back seat. Leave yourself a reminder. There are so many ways that you can have a visual reminder that makes you stop and think and make you look in the back seat. Some very easy ways to do this is put your purse in the back seat when you're driving. Because when you get out, you're probably going to grab for your purse, right? Well, if you have to reach back into the back seat for it, then you're going to see that your child is there. Another thing you could do is take your left shoe off and put it in the back seat. When you go to step out of your car, you'll realize, hey, I don't have a shoe on. I need my shoe. Oh, yeah, it's in the back seat and there's my child. Just simple things. Take your cell phone, leave it in the back seat. There are so many easy ways that you can leave a, a reminder for yourself that jogs you into that conscious thinking. Another thing you could do is put a large stuffed animal in your child's car seat when they're not using the car seat. And then when you put your child in the car seat, put that stuffed animal up front in the passenger seat where you'll see it. There's also some great child reminder systems. And these devices can help alert you to your child being in the car with you. And one of them is called Driver's Little Helper. Now, this is not sponsored in any, in any way, and I'm not, um, I've not used this product personally, but it is one of the products that are available out there. And it's called Driver's Little Helper. There's a similar product also that is on Kickstarter right now called Eclip that I just received some information about. And you can search for Eclip on Kickstarter about that. Or you can search Driver's Little Helper for that product. And what these do, um, the Driver's Little Helper is cool um, in that it connects to your smartphone and it alerts you that you've walked off um, with your child still in the car. What it does is it monitors, it's a car seat monitor, and it works with any car seat. It syncs up with your smartphone. And it also gives you alerts about the temperature inside the car where your child is riding because um, – if your child's riding in the back seat like they should, especially young children, should always be in the back seat, the air conditioner may not be reaching them as well as it's reaching you. So you may be perfectly comfortable. Your child could be hot, even just riding in the car. So it tells you the temperature of the area right there on your child's car seat, you know, what temperature your child is experiencing. And it alerts you if you should walk off. Um, it has an app, 
and you place the sensor on your child's car seat and you attach a power pack to the sensor and then you sync it up with your phone and then it alerts you if you don't, um, I guess you have to turn it off or something uh, when you get your child out of the car seat. So the eClip works in a similar way. It um, alerts you if you haven't uh, done something with the sensor when you have got out of your car. If you walk like I think it's 15 feet, I believe, away from the car and you haven't done anything with that sensor, then it it will alert you. It will um, make you um, give you a, a notification on your phone so that it will alert you, hey, you know, you didn't turn the sensor off. Your child's still in the car. So these are just some great products that you can, you know, look into, see if it's something that you want to try. But there's those free ways, too, that you can use easy steps, leave a shoe, your left shoe in the back seat, so that when you get out of the car, you have to retrieve it. Um, another one was leave your purse or your cell phone in the back seat or take a big stuffed animal, put it in your child's car seat. And anytime that you go to put your child in the car seat, take that stuffed animal and put it up front with you so that you see it. And it's a visual reminder. Oh yeah, my child is with me in the car seat. These are some simple, easy steps that you can take in order to make sure that you don't leave your child in a hot car on accident. And again, I just want to stress that to think that it can never happen to you, that only increases your chances of something happening because you're not going to be proactive and taking steps to prevent it. You're not perfect. Sorry to break it to you. If you thought you were, if you thought you were a perfect parent, I hate to burst your bubble, but I'm going to because you're not. I'm not a perfect parent. I've never met a perfect parent. I know a lot of great parents. Never met a perfect parent. We're all capable of making mistakes. We're all capable of forgetting something and in ending up with a tragedy. And we have to be proactive as parents to protect our children. They deserve it. And we deserve the peace of mind. Can you even imagine the horrible guilt that these parents must live with every day who have endured this tragedy? It's heartbreaking. I can't even fathom to know that something that you did or didn't do led to your child's death. That's horrific. But it can happen to any of us. So please be proactive. Take these steps. Do what you have to do in order to remember and not leave your child on accident in the car. And I just thought of another very important step that you can take that I meant to mention is if you are dropping your child off at daycare, if you normally take your child to a daycare provider, ask that child care provider to contact you if you don't show up with that child within a few minutes of your normal time and if they haven't heard from you. 
If you haven't called and told them, hey, we're not going to be there today. If something's out of the ordinary and you haven't shown up with that child, that child hasn't been dropped off on time, ask them to call you. That alone could save a child's life. Because if you accidentally forgot to drop your child off because you were out of your routine, or if someone was dropping your child off for you and that's not their normal routine, they may have forgotten. You know, like this father I mentioned earlier normally didn't take his child to daycare, but that day they were running late. So he offered and then went into autopilot mode and drove on to work without turning to go to the daycare because turning to go to the daycare wasn't in his routine. Take those precautions and those steps to protect your children. Don't think that it can't happen to you. This is Tamara Walker. I want to thank you for listening today. I know this has been a heavy, deep, heartbreaking topic, but it's one we have to talk about because every year we lose children to this tragedy. And especially this time of year when it's summertime and it's so hot in the cars, you know, it, the temperature inside a car can rise quickly, so quickly. It is unbelievable how fast, in only a few minutes, the temperature inside your car can increase 20, 30, or more degrees. And a child's body temperature actually rises three to five times faster than an adult. So even with the windows partially down, the temperature inside a parked car can reach 125 degrees in just minutes. And leaving those windows cracked doesn't help significantly. Kids are at a greater risk for heat stroke because their body temperature rises so much faster than an adult's. And because their skin surface area is greater in proportion to their body mass, so they absorb more heat. They also don't sweat as much as adults, so they are at great risk. So don't ever leave your child in a hot car to run into a store thinking, I'm only going to be a minute. I don't want to wake up my child because they'll fuss and we'll have to go through the store and they'll be upset and crying or it'll be too cumbersome. I don't want to mess with it. Or I don't want to drag all my kids into the store when I just need one thing. I'm just going to be a minute. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not fair to your children. And should something happen to them while you're in that store, it it would be horrific. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to you. If you need to go into the store that badly, Take your children in with you. I don't care if it's only for a minute. Don't leave them in a hot car. Don't leave them in the car alone, period. You also need to teach children not to play in cars. One of the children that died last week was a three-year-old who, I guess, decided to play hide-and-seek in the family car. Nobody knew he was in there until it was too late. They went looking for him. They couldn't find him. They found him in the hot car and he was gone. 
teach your children that it's not okay to hide in the car or play in the car or in the trunk and keep your vehicle locked up so they can't get in it. Parents, take these precautions. Don't think it can't happen to you. And thank you again for listening today. I look forward to being back with you next week. And you've been listening to Ask Mom RN. I'm your host, Tamara Walker. And you can find our podcast on momrn.com. And you can also find um, us on Facebook. I would love to connect with you there on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Ask Mom RN Show. And on Twitter at Mom RN. Instagram, Mom RN. And, uh, would love to hear from you. If you have a topic idea or a guest suggestion, if you have a question that you want us to answer on the show, we would love to hear from you. So please shoot me an email at momrn at momrn.com or ask me on Facebook. I also have a Facebook group for moms that is growing and we would love to have you join us. It's called Moms Raising Happy, Healthy Families. Again, that's Moms Raising Happy, Healthy Families. And I would love for you to join our group. So send me a request there if you'd like to join the group. And I will be back with you next week. Have a fabulous holiday weekend. Um, We have the 4th of July coming up next week. A lot of people are taking off Monday as well. So have a safe Happy, healthy holiday, and I'll be back with you soon. Thank you.